Hello everybody and welcome to today's daily devotional where we concentrate on prayer. Now I've been reading a book by Pope John Paul II and it's called Crossing the Threshold of Hope. So apt actually in a description of what prayer does. We cross the threshold of hope because we always hope for things. We hope in the Lord. We hope for his second coming. And the, actually, the book is where a journalist has asked the Pope 40 questions and he answers them. And the journalist in this chapter has asked the Pope, how does one address Jesus? How does one have a dialogue in prayer with Christ? And I want to share you with you the Pope's answer. He said, what you're basically asking me is, what is prayer? It's commonly held to be a conversation, always between I and thou. So he's saying I and God, two-way conversation. We often feel that I, me, we are the most important element in prayer. Prayer teaches us that the situation is actually the reverse. It's different to what we sometimes start in our prayers because we're petitioning to God, we're giving him our needs. God, and he says thou, because God is so special and majestic and other. So thou gives him like this awe, this reverence. God is way more important. Our prayer begins with God. He said we learn this from St. Paul in the letter to the Romans and it's in chapter 8 verses 19 to 24 and it states this. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God for creation was made subject to fertility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself will be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labour pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. And then it goes on to say the words that I've only shared recently. The Spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. The Pope goes on to share what that all means. In prayer, the true protagonist is God, the true hero, the true champion, the true leading character in prayer is God. The protagonist is Christ, who constantly frees creation from slavery to corruption and leads it toward liberty. It's God who gave us our freedom. It's Christ dying on the cross that gave us our freedom. And God does all of this for the glory of the children of God, for the glory of us. The protagonist is the Holy Spirit, 
who comes to the aid of our weakness. We begin to pray, believing that it is our own initiative that compels us to do so. Instead, we learn that it is always God's initiative within us. One can and must pray in many different ways, as the Bible teaches through a multitude of examples. The book of Psalms is irreplaceable. We must pray with inexpressible groanings in order to enter into the rhythm with the Spirit's own entreaties. The Spirit of God lives within us. We need to sit in prayer and it's like be one with the Spirit, our Spirit with God's Spirit. And He hears our groanings, but we hear Him. And He in He draws us to God, draws us to Christ. And we must, it's like sit in long enough to enter into the rhythm with the Spirit's own entreaties. To obtain forgiveness, one must implore, becoming part of the loud cries of Christ the Redeemer. When Christ was on the cross, what did he do? He yelled out, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. We need to become one with that cry. Because it's him, he alone that has freed us. He has redeemed us. He has given us salvation. Through all of this, one must proclaim glory. Prayer is always an opus gloria. I might be pronouncing it incorrectly. I'm sorry, it's Latin. But it means prayer is a work, a labor of glory. Christ conferred upon us this dignity and vocation. Creation completes its opus gloria, its work, its labor of glory, both by being what it is and by its duty to become what we should be. How beautiful. How beautiful. And it says, man achieves the fullness of prayer, not when he expresses himself, but when he lets God be most fully present in the prayer. And that's why we don't need to sometimes say anything. It's exactly we need to be present to his presence because then we are fully praying and allowing God to speak to us, God to infuse into us, God to lead, God to have the glory. Wow, so beautiful. Such such knowledge and wisdom. And so we're going to go to Psalm 117 and it states, it's, a, it's called Universal Call to Worship. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his steadfast love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Great is his steadfast love toward us. Lord God, we are present to your presence. Your love endures forever and great is your love toward us. So steadfast, so strong, so constant, so whole. 
And we've come to pray today to receive the fullness of you. Because it is in your glory that we receive. It is in your forgiveness that we can move on. It is in who we are that you then draw us out to be who we should be, who we were created to be. Oh, loving God, we are here in your presence today. Fill us with yourself. There are no words to speak, to say. Our spirit groans with our feelings and emotions and all that is within us, all that's going on within us and in our circumstances. We lay them at your throne. We sit at your feet and we adore you. What more can we say, Lord? Nothing. You are thou. Thank you, Lord, that we can come into your presence, that you have saved us and redeemed us and are drawing us further into the life of you. Give us the strength and courage to say yes, to walk in your way. And we ask all of this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. Just to be present to his presence, what more could you ask? Have a blessed day and I'll see you next week.